0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Omicron, Munchausen by proxy, and Pokemon. I don't waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, we're back, and there's nothing going on in the world, which is great. I think it's been a very calm. We're just, we're just cruising. finally, finally, smooth sailing. You know what? We got, uh, coronavirus is gone, and, uh, we've, um, settled down the political landscape in, in this country, and, uh, and the supply chain problems have been uh, everything's destroyed everything's
1: coming up roses and daffodils everything is
0: fixed <laughs> everything is perfect there's nothing to worry about um no i we speak to you tony on the eve of the next maybe not the eve maybe we're in the more on the morning of yeah. the uh the next big coronavirus wave in in the world and it's and it seems bad all the cool kids can't taste anything everybody's like they're at pastis or wherever people go and they're like <laughs> why does my f- foie gras taste like like sh- like shit and somebody's like oh that's because basically what it is I mean, if you really want, like, no but like a different no but like, like worse like a different kind of shit this time um no i mean we're so we have this uh omicron variant which is kicking kicking ass and taking names and, uh, you know, it showed up and it's like, I'm here to uh, kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum, uh, as as it does, as one does. <laughs> and uh, now everybody's like, I think this started, I think there's an interesting thing about this. It started like people were like, your boyfriend probably has, uh, has has tested positive, which I like, I would just say that, you know, I think we all got pretty comfortable feeling like we were, this thing was on the run. Yeah, we were like, we got it,
1: guys. We got it. Everybody was like it raves <laughs> and shit. You know what we need to do is start fucking having orgies at the movie theaters, yeah. <laughs> with absolutely no air circulation. I'm very
0: upset that my prediction of Spider Man No Way Home or whatever the new one is called will not <laughs> probably be the highest grossing film of all time, given the fact that I will definitely be watching it whenever it is available on demand in several Disney months. Disney
1: Plus on Christmas Eve, they'll yeah. have an. Is emergency the Eternals out yet? Up.
0: I still haven't seen the Eternals, so if I can it's watch that on at Disney home, Plus. not. Yeah not yet. Oh, well then I guess I'll just wait for that. Um at any rate <clears throat> so yeah, so there's a we're surging, big surge happening. Now the the I guess the the silver lining if we want to give it a silver lining is that apparently so far many of the cases seem mild. People who are with people who are vaccinated, people who are vaccinated and in particular boosted are have a very good shot of either uh having a very mild case of this or not getting it um, from what I have read thus far. But uh, but it's not going well. I mean, I think a, but a lot of people are getting it and it, it was going to cause some ho- amount of hospitalizations. It's going to cause some amount of deaths. Uh, not insignificant, I would imagine, on top of the 800,000 we've already done in America. Uh, but this is like crazy. I mean, it was like one day nobody had it. And then the next day, like as of last night, if you read Twitter last night, and I don't know if you experienced this at all. But I went and looked at Twitter uh, in the evening, like before bed, and people were like, oh, God, like everybody I know has this now.
1: Yeah. uh, um, You know, just come uh, on very quickly. My husband did exactly what he did last time, which was. I was like, I think this is really getting serious. And he was like, I don't think so. And I was like, no, it really is. And this time, full head in the sand, he was like, well, I'm going to the office one last time. And this blah, 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 blah You can't blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And today, just texting him updates like multiple people in the office have been exposed. Yeah. Hey, just so yes. you know, just found out my cousin is in the hospital. Like, ooh. Mm, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. No, it's 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 happened. A bit, it literally like almost overnight. Although I think a week ago you would kind of see this coming, definitely. Though I don't think I don't think we really. I, I don't think anybody really had any. I mean, yes, there were like experts on Twitter, which are not I don't consider to be like. I mean, that's does that's, that's good for people who look at Twitter all the time, but in the real world, there wasn't like guidance like this is going to spread super quickly, so we need to like immediately revert back to don't go in the office don't go to a movie don't x y and z until we get a handle on this it was kind of like well we'll keep an eye on it and you know the cdc was like yeah you know it's there's like four cases and it could be few
1: remember how mark. we did that thing last time that was like a big thing right we should yeah. do it again
0: <laughs> i think I, I mean i i think we're hitting this point though i mean i i do feel like um you know if i can speak personally for a moment uh i was notified recently that i was Uh, with somebody who had been, who tested positive. And so I'm now, I've been exposed. This happened like within two days Uh, at the same time as everybody else. And uh, I'm currently isolating. Uh, I'm testing negative. I feel fine. I actually feel like I have a little bit of a sore throat, but Laura had a cold over the weekend. So I'm kind of like, I feel like I have that cold and she did not have, she tested and did not test. She tested negative for this thing. Um, anyhow, but, but, you know, it's like this, like everybody I know is have, is telling this story, but I do think there is, we are getting to a point. I mean, I got to say like, as a person who spent two years, never once getting exposed as far as I knew, never once having to take a test. Okay. For two years, I never once had to take a test because I was worried because I wasn't sick. I wasn't around anybody who'd gotten it. I was not notified. And then this was like overnight, but I will say this. I mean, we this we may be at a point where, I mean, obviously vaccines and boosters are massively helpful. I mean, from what I can tell, if you've got a vaccine and you've got a booster, if you've got a vaccine, you're good. If you've got a full vaccine, if you have a vaccine and the booster, you're even better. And it looks like whether it's Delta or Omicron, the cases are, they are just less, way, way less severe, right? They're sort of like a bad cold, you know, or... A light flu which is what you want if you get going like, if you have to get fucking COVID you know but I do think it's like it's very I feel very frustrated like having spent two years doing every single thing right I do think like we maybe jump the gun but it's like what are we gonna what are you gonna do when you have like you know 75% of your population or 80% of your population that's vaccinated I mean New York's been very good about vaccinations Um you know, and I, you know, I'm still wearing, I've still been wearing a mask to stores uh, when I'm like riding in an elevator, if I have to take an elevator, you know, anywhere where there's like kind of random interaction uh, and it's, and like yet, I would know. say
1: October through the week before, like last week, the week before la- this week, I guess, um, I started to ease up on my crazy, like, well, I was like, well, you know, I'm boosted. Uh, there's vax checks wherever I go. I wear a mask. Otherwise, if I'm not in a vax checked place, there's nothing else I can do. I've done my part. I'm just going to like, you know, start doing things again um and that was real dumb (laughs) and i should have known then but i will say i fucking have not had covid i'm knocking wood right now i have not had covid because i'm not saying that it's because i'm it's a lot of luck but i also have worked pretty hard to not have covid and not get it from people and not spread it right and to be back at the beginning again it's it's like
0: very frustrating yeah. No, I'm yeah. I was, and, like and, very and, angry. And,
1: and, and, and basically everyone I hate has gotten COVID. So the, the anger of my wow. fury has wow. has um <laughs> has crystallized and squeezed itself into a little diamond of yeah. rage.
0: No, I like that. I like that. I, mean, I but, wear it on you, my finger. It is like it is like maddening as as a person in a similar situation where we've been unbelievably cautious. Like, I mean, for lots of different reasons. I mean, Zelda didn't I mean she still hasn't she got her second shot, but it's not all the way to the to the past the two week period of where it's like fully effective. And yeah. so, you know, but like early on, I mean obviously before she could get a vaccination, we were doing you know, everything plus like probably unnecessary things because it's like, I don't want to put her at risk. I know it's low risk, but I don't want to take one fucking little chance at all. And then, and then, and then we've been very, even post since she's gotten the, her shots, like we've been very, very limited. I mean, like, like I said, we're not a lot has changed. The only, the really, the only things that have really changed for me is that I was going to the office. And so going into the city, like once or twice a week you know and uh clearly we're not there yet just in general i don't mean with our i think with every business we're not there yet in new york or anywhere else but i guess like what i what i've been thinking a lot about through this period now that everybody seems to be getting this either this new variant or delta or whatever i mean one is like did we jump the gun on what was a good idea i think probably the answer is yes but then it's like at what point you know, everybody was like, once everybody's vaccinated and in a place like New York, when you've got like a huge amount of the population vaccinated, you're kind of like, OK, well, what more can I do at this point? Right. Like, We went to we took Zelda to see Aladdin like on Broadway after Thanksgiving. You know, that's something we never first off wasn't possible to do. And we never would have done in a pre vaccination world. And like, but, you know, they're shutting down Broadway again. So you know, they're shutting down schools. It's like, my fear is they'll shut down Zelda school. But it's like, what? so what do we do here? You know, it's like, are we perpetually in, I mean, at this point, I'm sort of like, I'm not going like, I'm not like getting red pilled or something, <laughs> as the kids like to say. But I do think like there may be, I mean, I think if it's, if it's true that vaccines prevent, in most cases, severe illness, we're just gonna get to a point where we are like, you're gonna get this. You're gonna get vaccinated, but you're probably gonna get it. And you're gonna deal with it and then you'll get over it like any other illness that people get. And at some point, maybe this just settles down to a state where it's like, um, you know, we're we're accepting the fact that people are going to get it and and get over it. But but it's not there yet. I mean, we're still dealing with people being hospitalized and dying from this thing on a very regular basis. So which has gone way down, but like I presume we'll go way back up since we have cases spiking like in a crazy number right now. so I don't really know you know, I don't know what the answer is. I, don't, I do not know what the correct answer is. I can tell you this: I am never going anywhere ever again. like I'm done leaving my home. I'm gonna send one of those fucking telepresence guys, the fucking thing with the iPad for a face. Did you see that piece that was on the Atlantic a couple of days ago? The one that Yasmin
1: wrote? No. The one okay. that was like, I where I live, oh, <laughs> nobody's oh, well, ever yeah. cared about COVID. I heard, COVID. People, talking
0: about, I heard <laughs> people talking about it, but I I try to avoid engaging with clickbait bullshit. Uh, and oh, like, yeah. I, I mean, and I know. definitely
1: didn't link to it. I didn't retweet it. I didn't bring anyone's attention to the piece. I didn't even say what publication I saw it in when I was tweeting about it. Yeah. But it's it, astonishing to me. Astonishing that people that you could be an asshole for 2 years on the on the brink of this happening again watching 800,000 people minimum die of a disease and be yeah. like I, well I never obeyed the rules and I'm fine.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's <laughs> it's uh, it's fucking it is um it is batchit cra- it is batch of crazy to me. There's actually like I've seen people who have been those like those people who are like yep, see like, there's no beating it, so you might as well just like mask off and fucking go for it. And it's like, actually, <laughs> like, unvaccinated people are 13 times more likely to die if they get it than vaccinated people. Like, dude, that's fucking nuts. 13 times more likely to fucking die because you didn't want to get a little a little itty bitty shot in your arm. Like, I'm sorry, that's crazy. You're also five times as likely to get it. Like, you know, it, it, it's like, I don't even know what the debate is anymore. Like the debate know. is, I mean, listen, it's always what it's been, right? It's like, you're an asshole. who doesn't care about other people. And, uh, that's just, that's your, your existence. Is predicated your on that. And like, and honestly, you know, you're more likely to die in like good riddance, I guess, because I guess, because you like, I mean, you're also more likely it. to infect other people. You're but, bragging to everybody. about, you know, how... but like, but I guess if it like, I guess if like, you know, even a small percentage of the biggest assholes in America kick the bucket because they uh, would not listen to science, then maybe, I don't know, again, trying to find my silver lining in all of this. Um, yeah. But, you know, of course, I don't wish death on anybody, and I, you know, uh, peace and love to all. But also, you know, go fuck yourself but, you know, if you don't die. want to vaccinate vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also goodbye. Uh, so yeah, so whatever. So it's a, a, nightmare scenario though. It's like, it's not like a nightmare. You know, you have a nightmare sometimes and you're like, you kill somebody in the nightmare and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, like that was the worst. You know, have you ever had that? Like you oh, kill totally. somebody in your dream and you wake up and it f- was so real. And then you have that Absolutely. moment, that moment of like, um, you're like, you Fuck. didn't do it. And the incredible like feeling of relief. This is like, not like you murdered somebody, but like. I don't know you you beat them badly. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of nightmare. So, whatever, I don't know what's going to happen, uh but it's obviously on everybody's mind right now. It's obviously on the rise pretty much everywhere. It's obviously not going to be good. Not going to be good. Um but I think we're all just trying to navigate it and uh and and you know, get through uh this period. I don't know what this period's going to look like. I think Clearly vaccines work, but clearly this is a, you know, we're used to vaccines that are like, oh yeah, we had this thing and we went through like whatever this period was of not being able to manage it. And then we came up with a solution to manage it. And now there's like a, a vaccine, right? Like you take it, you take the shot and you're done. And uh, this is like, oh yeah, we have a vaccine for this early version of this thing that's like literally just arrived on the scene. And now we're kind of chasing what the end game is, Right. Basically, Mm -hmm. I mean, the way I see it is, this is like a video game in some way, where you know, when you're like fighting a boss, you know, and then like you beat the first version of the boss, and then they like their skin comes off, and some like skeleton comes out of them, and then you have to fight the skeleton. Mm That's kind of like where we're at, you know. It's like we're fighting this. We're fighting like we're fighting the skeleton. I want to use. I'm going to use a Castlevania metaphor because the next topic I want to discuss is Castlevania, of course. or actually sort of Castlevania, but adjacent to other newsy things that have nothing to do with coronavirus. Um, you know, it's like you fight Dracula and he's like, he's like just like a tall guy in a cape. And then he becomes a giant demonic monster who's like three times your size. This is more like we, I feel like we fought like the demonic uh, monster and now like the monster turned into Dracula kind of. And hmm. needless to say, I'm drained. Okay. It's drain, it's a draining experience for all of us. But uh switching gears, but luckily with an amazing segue provided by yours truly, I got an analog pocket. Oh, must be every- nice for you. Everybody I don't know why. Everybody's like punished. I didn't everybody's like, I ordered it when you ordered it, but I don't have it. So I'm being punished. I assume you're definitely being punished. There's no question, um, and that's abs- fair enough. That's you know, fine. You know what? I get it's, it. It's I it's, would have punished me you too. It's the price yeah. you pay. Uh, but, I thought I was real clever, but uh, not not so clever now, are you, Mister? I don't have an analog <laughs> pocket, uh, but I got mine. But somebody I was like, tw- so anyhow, so so, you know, the one thing that I kind of like, my brain sort of glossed over while I was ordering the analog pocket was you needed physical cartridges to play games on it. And uh, which is a very outmoded idea to me. But all first off, every physical game I have is in my parents' basement in Pittsburgh. So not everyone. I've got some Neo Geo games here. I've got a few like Neo Geo Pocket. I have a few TG16 games. I actually might have a Game Boy game lurking here somewhere. But regardless, uh, regardless, I don't have the games that I want to play on it, which are, you know, Game Boy Advance Castlevania games large why don't you just get a flash cart well of course i explored getting a flash cart uh there seems to be some skepticism about whether or not they're working i, I i'm not sure that like the everdrive is actually functioning with it right now they're working they're
1: just there's like you have to read like what yeah.
0: happens with a save state and right. like what a great guy it, great it's not write great. a guide write a guide. quick guide for the website that's okay. like here's how to use an Evercart with your here's which you Evercart to get and how to use it with your new analog pocket or whatever. I am all on board, but I still have to like acquire the thing, right? I have an Ever yeah. I have an EverDrive for my um turbo graphics, which is great. I mean I bought like I bought a turbo duo, a Japanese turbo duo that's been modded and um and then I got I was like, Well, I'm not going to like I'm not going to go to Pittsburgh and get my C D ROMs right now or whatever. So I um so I got it. I got an EverDrive, and it's great. But, but uh, that's like you know, once in a blue moon. I'm not really setting it up. The truth is, it's much easier just to emulate the shit. Uh, but I do love the idea. I love the idea of of getting some of these games that I'm really into. Like for instance, like I've been playing um, uh, Aria of Sorrow. I think Aria of either Aria of Sorrow or Circle of the Moon. I can't remember. I think it's Aria of Sorrow. I've been playing on the the Advance Collection, which they which I got from my Switch. I've been playing it like religiously. Like I'm deep into it because I never played those games when they came out. That was a whole generation that kind of like I was busy. I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't I wasn't uh doing that. And um anyhow, so so uh yes, yeah, so I was like okay, I better buy some games, right? Um and I started looking and at first I was like okay, here's like I can get Arya of Star. Well, like wow, on AliExpress, like somebody's selling Aria of Sorrow and Circle of the Moon and like two other Castlevania games and they're like five bucks a piece. I'm like, that's awesome. Which is what I kind of, in my mind, what I expected them to be. Five, $10, maybe $20. Like GameStop has some listings. They're like $20, 15 bucks for a Game Boy cartridge. You know, I'm like, that seems about right. These were, again, I want to, and I want to stress before I make this next point. These were wildly popular games sold by the millions as far as I know, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like Game Boy Advance was a popular system, had a lot of popular Extremely. games. Extremely. Right. So I go and I'm like, well, let me look, you know, investigate here a little bit. I don't know if I want to buy the AliExpress. Also, it's like this doesn't ship until like January, late January. It's like I need this, I need a game now. I need to fucking go right this second. Anyhow, so I started looking. And like you really can't buy a copy of uh, Aria of Sorrow for the Game Boy Advance for like less than a hundred dollars. No nope. Okay. Like which is insane. And yeah. there are a bunch of fake – Like I guess they're fine. They're literally – like people are making reproduction cartridges that are the game on some they're sort – They're
1: not fine. I will say if okay. you – I, I don't want Tony to have the wrong impression. Those things are fine if you play it for like a few hours and you just kind of want to own it and it's definitely not important hardware to you. But those things are not correctly rated – yeah electrically so if you play long term it could damage your game boy the cartridge itself could give out it could short circuit both um so you don't want to fuck around so much with reproduction carts that you don't know where they came from
0: right well at any rate so obviously as i started researching there's a lot of like do i really want to buy well i was like kind of do i want to buy a reproduction anyhow like i want the game the original game yeah that would be the that would be like, you know, what I would own had I bought it in that era. We're talking like 2002, 2003. Um, so, yeah. So I was shocked and surprised and sort of confused uh, because it shouldn't be a very expensive game to buy. Now, look, you can buy the Shrek Game Boy Advance game. It's like three bucks. Like, no problem, you know. But there are certain games, Castlevania seeming to be at the top of the list. The ones that are, anyone would want to play. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Like the Pokemon games, presumably they came out in like a wide variety of you know. Let me like let me actually look. I it wasn't really because I was kind of like, well, what am I going to get? It was the first time in a long time that I had to think of you know purchasing a physical game, you know, and you know what do I want to what do I want to have physically, right? Because I just download everything. Um, but so anyway, so the games are expensive, you know, and they and they seem like they shouldn't be but they are very expensive. These are games that you would on like and not that long ago, you would go to like a Goodwill. You're like I want to buy some like old guys clothes at Goodwill, which is what I did as a as a youngster. And uh, you know, there'd be over in the electronic section of Goodwill, there'd be a pile of Game Boy Advance games and they were all like $1. Mm-hmm. You know? Not that long ago. I mean, 10 years ago, maybe, or maybe a little bit longer. But still, whatever, I can remember it in my lifetime. And now it's like, I don't know, $150 for Ari of Sorrow without a box? Feels yeah. like something is wrong, right? Like, And so I'm trying to figure out where this is. Obviously, the thing things of our youth and, 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 and from our past are now becoming more valuable. Obviously, there's real scarcity, though I don't believe scarcity is the issue here. I do think – I'm trying to kind of make sense of this now, and I do think – That uh, you know, the 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 reproductions have certainly have some effect on this because the market is flooded with fake versions of these things. Like from what I can tell, they're a dime a dozen. You can get these reproductions, they look just like real games. And yeah, and we're all trapped inside dealing with the nightmare coronavirus. And I think like people are just like, I'm gonna start collecting X or whatever it is, you know, and it's like, and that has led to there's just like I think this has just led to like totally inflated prices for these things. I mean yeah,
1: I mean you're you're preaching to the choir. I when th- when before this all started, I purchased a Sega Saturn from Japan for like $140. And I put in a um I put in a um uh, an ODE an optical disc emulator to play whatever ROM files I wanted. Um and I was excited about it. I bought, like, custom controller. I, like, set up HD fucking setup so that I would, you know, get the cleanest picture. I cleaned out the entire Saturn. I was, like, stoked about this. And I recently looked, and it's, like, I think I for what I built for probably around, like, $225, $250, I could sell that shit right now for, like, $700, $800. Yeah. And it's, like, been two years.
0: Oh, no. I just, I called my mom. This morning, I was like, hey, can you go check on my games in the basement? I mean, there's shit like the original Castlevania for NES. I 100% have it with the box. And, like, that's selling for hundreds of dollars. now. Not that I want to sell it. I don't. But it's just curious to me that I get – and I get this. Like, I know this was, like, a thing, like, in 1989 when the new Batman movie was coming out. Uh, Tim Burton's Batman, you know, everybody was like, hey, you you know, you're throw some comics into the basement. Like those could be worth a lot of money. People were suddenly aware of comic books existing. And, you know, they were like, hey, there's a market like people pay money for for old comics. And, you know, like squares were like, I can't believe this is a thing you'd spend money on, you know, but like, you know, they're collectibles. And I understand these being collectibles, though. I just feel like the level of The quantity of these things that exist in the world, I understand. If you have one in a box that's fucking sealed, like I totally get it, right? Like that's a classic situation where you've got a pristine, unopened sort of time capsule from that era. But we're talking about like loose cartridges, right? I'm looking at the Pokemon games, like you can get some, you can get some for like 50 bucks or. 40 bucks but most of them are like 60 to 100 or 200 dollars like you know it's like pokemon fire red version 70 dollars
1: i mean the thing is is it's like if you if it's a cartridge that's in at least usable condition right like you're a certain kind of person and if you're that kind of person, you know that it's a game that it's going for more and more, and you you're gonna hold yours because you're like, it's, yeah. It's, not only is it a collectible, it'll probably be worth more. And so the inflation process just goes up and up and up. And the higher the price looks, the less people are gonna sell their copy unless right, they really course, need money. Of course. And I, I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, you hold but, on. But you know, if you want to plan for this, go out and buy a whole bunch of cheap ass PS4 games. And then talk to me in thirty
0: years. <laughs> I would say I, I. I gotta say I'm really I'm really glad that I have like boxes and boxes of old games like from my Xbox 360. And I was mm-hmm. like, I should just fucking throw these out. And so you know they're sitting in storage right now. And someday. Someday that's gonna pay Fucking for Zelda's good thing calling. they are. Although discs do rot. Whatever, man. Get out of my face with that <laughs> shit. Okay. That's that's. I the... have
1: a bunch of Game Boy Advance games. I can go through and see. Great. Right. Do any... you have
0: Castlevania? That's all I want to know. I, I actually. I'm sure I have. I have, I have sure no I have awareness have of these games. Like like these Pokemon. This Pokemon. Like they have it in all these different colors. Like, I I don't know what this game is like. It wasn't your era. No, I know. I'm like I have. I don't even know what the game looks like. Like you were like you were like. A
1: hot shot young guy who wasn't playing Game Boy Advance
0: games. I mean, when what year did Pokemon Emerald version come out? It came out in uh, 2004. I was going to say 2003, but it's 2004. 2004. Yeah. I mean, in 2004, I was definitely not. <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Just a little coronavirus there. I got to clear. Um, I definitely was not playing Game Boy Advance games. You know? Great game, though. It looks good. I don't know. Should I get it? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it looks like a top-down kind of I'm sort of spoiled by the Switch games, I think.
1: Yeah. Like, well, I mm, yes and no. I I understand that this is where you're getting into Pokémon and that you're you guys love it and that's great and I'm very excited for Zelda, but I do believe the Switch games this is a piece I kind of wanted to work on for a little bit. I I kind of believe that Game Freak is very distracted at the moment and I don't I think the Switch games while fine are just not they're like the re- they're like the old games, exactly the same, with like slightly updated graphics, and then all everything is made like a lot easier.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I mean Like they w- they sanded all the edges down and their the storylines are a lot more like we're all friends and less like there's like less conflict, which again, maybe it's better for kids. Yeah, these I days. don't know. You know. I don't what I, mean? I have
0: no I have no way to reference um I have no way to reference this because uh I mean, obviously, I've 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 only really seen the more recent stuff. Um, yeah, she got uh, Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl, or which one of them I got for her uh, for Hanukkah, and uh, she's been playing it. I don't know how much. I don't know that she's like obsessed with it or anything. I think
1: good. it's a good game. I would I mean, just I, I'm saying like if you as an adult are like I want to play a Pokemon game, I would get like Black and White one or two. What is that? Um, Where is that? What is that? Black one and white one and then black two and white two are two games that are set in Unova which is like the New York. What's it for? Of Pokemon. What's
0: it for? The DS. Uh, I I that f- fucking uh, pocket doesn't play DS. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's true. It's right. It's very limited actually. Kind of Here's the thing, I don't people are making a big deal out of the the pocket like they're like it's so good. It's cool. It's, it's just fine. Not I don't for regular people to play I, regular games. I, I just in my opinion like it's like they're like oh this is this pure format like I get for like the, for the purposes of 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 you know the purposes of um archival and preservation like I understand the the power of having a system that can play natively play these games like at, from a hardware not an emulation standpoint but is actually like I mean there's some form of emulation happening but because it's fpga not...
1: hardware emulation at like the logic level versus... yeah like that's
0: cool and i think that's awesome but the reality is it's easier to to play it through an emulator on literally anything i mean yeah it's like the game is the same there may be some so you
1: get more features with an emulator yeah
0: like 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 if you use uh uh what is the uh what is the shell that everybody uses that i'm blanking on right now the what uh the shell, the, the emulator thing? shell that everybody uses. The one that's like... Oh, MGBA? Has, no, no, no. The one that has like every system. I'm just like blanking on the Open name. Open EMU? No, the other one. You know, it's got like Retro a PlayStation Ark? interface. Yeah, RetroArch. RetroArch, RetroArch, whatever the fuck it is. Um, it's like complicated to set up, but it has like a lot of really amazing features. And it, you can literally put it on anything, which is super interesting. I, I mean, I have... It's funny, but like I have, you know, my Switch and I've got... A, a retroid pocket I ordered a, a new retroid the retroid pocket too but I ordered the new one which has like a touchscreen and a faster processor because I'm a fucking idiot and I just love to burn I know money.
1: it looked really good
0: yeah I love like good. just just taking money and just putting a match to it and just calling it a day but and then I got this you can play DS games on the retroid pocket too no I know I know but this is I'm, what you should do but I'm saying sure that's easy. That's the easiest thing. You're
1: saying do. what I what you're saying. And I fundamentally agree is it's like the pocket is a cool toy for people and it will definitely it's cool develop for the guys
0: a... for the guys and girls who are for the cats who are buying the hundred and fifty dollar fucking uh, uh, Ari of sorrow like or for the hardcore collector. And I think that's who it's for. But like... and they're, but the and they'll jailbreak it so you can load no, the jailbreak, which is what they did. By the way, I got the uh I got the um, the SNES, the analog SNES, whatever it's called. Super, Super NT. Super NT. And, you know, when I got it, they're like, oh, yeah, you can flash it with this and you can then you can uh, play all of every game you want, uh, like off of an SD card, you know, which obviously makes a lot of sense. Like, I think it's awesome if you can have if you have physical versions. Um, and I think that obviously I'm not condoning piracy i think you should own the game if you have a rom of it but it's also very convenient to be able to stick an sd card in there and have all of your games. nobody's your
1: losing money if you don't purchase the hundred nobody associated with the game is losing money well, yeah if you to, don't be, purchase clear, $200 to be clear two hundred dollar cart to be like clear i
0: i think it's joe a, in montana right i mean i think it's there is a the market is completely uh is completely sideways in terms of this pricing and, if I've uh,
1: bought if I've bought a collection of ROMs for my Switch, which I have with Castlevania, I feel zero guilt. I've already paid you. You're fine. I'm just going to play it on this other thing.
0: I know that's not legally true. Uh, right. I mean, I think yeah. I, I, I listen. These are this is like.
1: But again, I uh, what I wanted to say is I think the Analog Pocket will be a very cool device when like FPGA programmers have like come up with different cores for it and people are making games in GB Studio and right. Well, I actually the only thing it. I've
0: the only thing I've been able to play on it is a game I personally compiled in GB Studio last mm-hmm. night, which was awesome. And actually, GB Studio is super cool. And I'm oh my like, god, rules! And Absolutely, and rules. I'm fucking rules. around with it now. And it actually, has given me because you know, like I was messing with Pico Eight before, and yeah. it's actually given me. Like a lot of it's given me a lot of excitement about working on my own stuff, like because it's really easy to use. They have a great demo, it
1: absolutely owns.
0: Yeah, and they have a great demo that kind of gets you started where you can start to just play with little things and see how they you can change the environment. And I think, um, and I think that it's. So anyhow, like that's a whole other side of things that's going to be really cool, and I and I'm looking forward to because people have made some really great GB Studio games. they're not compiled for Pocket right now, but I'm looking forward to hopefully that becoming a thing. I think they could really have their own little marketplace of games if they if they play their cards right for this, and um and uh, it will be a cool device. It's
1: just right now it doesn't even have save states. It like you know you yeah. Can't... And actually, in
0: the beta, actually, I just updated the firmware because uh, the first thing they ask you to do is to update the firmware and I'm pretty sure there is a beta uh mode you can turn on that has save states well you
1: can save one
0: save state per cartridge right. as long as the cartridge is inserted yeah I think I crashed the system by doing it to my um trying to do it on my on my um GB studio game so yeah very cool but at any rate it's it's a, and it's a beautifully made system but The screen, ooh. Yeah, it looks amazing. No, it's great and it feels great to play with. And like, I'm looking forward to it. It's like, you know, none of the games I actually want to play are available for. One other thing I'll say is that the Game Boy Advance games are widescreen and it's a, it's a, uh, it's a a square, uh, you know, four by three display or whatever, four or three display. So it will be, you know, essentially letterbox, which is sort of a bummer. Yeah, don't love that. No, I don't love it either. And it's like, I feel like they could have, um, Still I, a large screen, still a yeah, nice yeah. But, way uh, to play I, Game But I'm Boy playing games. I mean, but I've been playing one thing I'll say is I've been playing uh Castle, the Castlevania games on I got the advanced collection for my Switch. I mentioned this before. And by the way, interesting question to to ask, which is like, uh, you know, if I paid for the Advance collection, should I feel like I'm? It's fine if I get if I go and get the ROM to play yes. the original version. I feel like legally not true, but ethically yeah, and morally, hundred fucking percent. I paid, I paid percent. for the game. Like I definitely yes. bought a hundred percent of that title. And yes. what I'm and yes, there's like the physical cost of like the actual cartridge and all that shit. But it's like you know what I mean. It's like I get. It's like okay. It would be one thing if it you was like,
1: paid hey, the person who owns the rights to the game. For the game, there should be a universal save system for every game oh, that like that you can export your yes. saves to like no. Google Drive or whatever and then like, I should be
0: able to play it wherever I have the game. Cuz I cuz I it's such, such an amazing idea cuz I have my game way saved in uh in in the Switch version and I'm like god when I start it on this when I started on this on the on the pocket, I'm gonna be at like zero. You know? And uh, Yeah. It's very annoying to me. I've
1: been playing Cuphead and I am at one level that is apparently the hardest level. Um, that I've beat everything else, but I haven't been able to beat this one level on regular mode. And I've Googled it and everyone's like, It's the worst level, it's very frustrating, I'm very annoyed, blah, blah, blah. Um and I was like, fine, fuck it. I have to play it with, like, a real controller, and I don't know where my Switch dock is because when we got the OLED, I switched it out, and I never hooked it back up, whatever. So I was like, fine, I'll just play it on Xbox. Let me just sync my save somehow. You can't do that. There's no way. My Cuphead save now lives in Nintendo World. So I had to fucking dig out a dock, plug the dock in, find a pro controller, sync that up, all this shit, and I still couldn't beat the level. I, uh... (laughs) If I anyone think, if anyone's familiar with Cophead, it's grim matchstick. God, and I it's, hate it's, him.
0: It's so I'm sorry. The that game is so hard. It's I, so hard. I think I got it for the Switch, and I was like, I played it for like an hour, and I'm like, no. I, I love how punishingly hard it is. Like it's taken me a year. I'm not enjoying to, it. I was like, maybe fuck two this, years. I'm out of here. No, I don't have time to get good at games, as you know. Um, at yeah. any rate, I'm not saying you've got a lot of time, but like, no. Just, I it mean, takes, it's Mega Man. It requires harder. a level of commitment that I just can't uh, get into. But, but anyhow, so the point is, getting back to my point, or getting to uh, the thing I said about the, you know, I paid for it. I do think there's something interesting about um, the fact that you know, if you get a DVD of The Matrix and then they release like the 4K version, those are different. They literally are different. The content is different. It's you know? remastered. You it's put a, effort into it. It's a completely different piece of, uh, of of uh, it's completely different reproduction. But but in the case of a game, it's literally like a copy. The copy of the the code. You know, yeah. sometimes there may be some you know changes. I mean, in the case of obviously on the Switch, it's running as an emulation. But, and M2
1: does a very good job. Like you know, there are studios that do a great job of making the emulation literally millisecond perfect, and the sound is literally perfect, and it's in an amazing package with yeah. great extras. Like yeah. and the Castlevania collection in particular is a beautifully done collection. But I paid you for that, and I paid you for the original ROM which you're running. So I'm good. Right. I'm good. I feel I, no I, guilt.
0: I think there's a point. I do think there's a line at some point where you're like, okay, I I definitely have paid for this uh i and i i'm very happy to pay for the pay for things that uh that i care about and that i like and that i want but uh anyhow it's just it's something i was thinking about it's just an interesting uh, and it
1: seems like nintendo doesn't want my mother 3 money i'm offering them money to purchase the rom well, or a cartridge different. or something they won't give it to me so fine i'm going to take the fan hack and illegally torrent the like crappy whatever rom that was ripped and dumped 20 years ago and i'll apply the fan hack myself yeah and i am not gonna feel guilt i'm not gonna feel like i'm a bad person and 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 nintendo's when they take people quote-unquote take down rom sites or whatever for 40 million dollars that to me is an injustice it is it's really shitty thing to do because if you're not going to release your games for purchase how the hell are people supposed to I mean it's an art form. It would be like saying like well that book was released in the 80s. What do you expect to read it?
0: Well, like yes, yeah, I do expect to be able to read I it. I mean, I mean I I uh you know, listen, I I think there's probably more you know, as a person who's certainly been uh has certainly gone and gotten like the 500 best NES roms on uh you know, on a, 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 a Archive.org. BitTorrent bit or whatever. You know, like, listen, I don't own every one of those games. And the truth is, I'm not going to go collect every one of those games. And I'm not going to play every one of those games. Like, I probably play. Offer out of, me a Netflix like service. Out of, yes, great idea. Out of 500 games, I've probably played five, you know? But, yeah. um, but yeah, I think there's probably like, but is that an issue for Nintendo? I fucking highly doubt it. These games are literally don't exist anymore. I mean, to our point, you can't buy them, but for totally inflated prices. So, yep. so what do you expect? Like, is the and idea you have that... to be able to manage the hardware at that point too, right? The right? Idea... So, say
1: you buy a three hundred dollars NES game, you have to have a working NES that also can hook up to a
0: modern monitor, and you have to keep it in good shape to ever play that game. Yeah, it's it's like is the idea that okay, well, you didn't buy the Advance in two thousand two, and you don't own this game, so therefore, like, you should never be able to play it. I mean, you know, it's like that's not really a that's not really a tenable solution for a digital product, you know? especially an art
1: form that is just like. It is informed by, like, all media is informed by the fact that this came before it. Yeah. And Castlevania is, like, not a not important cultural object. I don't know. I, especially, like, things like Pokemon. It's, like, I actually think this is a pivotal RPG in, like, the entire medium of video games. And I don't, I don't, I would begrudge literally nobody who is interested in developing video games or interested at all in the, in the industry for downloading a ROM of Pokemon Red. I think Nintendo will survive that. I think
0: they've made their Pokemon money. Well, Pokemon unquestionably does not need any money from you or anyone else, and God knows they're getting it regardless. I mean, I've spent the amount of money I've spent with that company. Pokemon
1: uh, has made more money than Harry Potter, um, made more money than Mario, made more money than... um, disney's uh pick any disney pixar characters all combined yeah pokemon is like the most money making media property by far ever to exist and their games i'm sorry the modern games are the old games with like shitty graphics replacing the nice pixel art. right they were like i don't
0: understand they were like hey uh we don't want to make a whole new game but i mean they do have new games coming out obviously but they're like but also those old games we could just like you know, spice them up a little bit. Just
1: keep pumping them. It's very hot. It's
0: like it's like the fucking GTA thing, which is the most unbelievable. Which I don't think we've ever talked about on the podcast. But, oh my god, we haven't talked but, about but it. But the GTA uh, definitive edition. I mean, honestly, it's the most der- not exactly definitive. It's honestly one of the most deranged <laughs> things I've ever seen in the in the history of video games. I find it to be one of the most deranged and unusual things. Obviously, completely, uh, just naked cash grab from rockstar which is like do you need the money because like i think this could have been really cool for you to do in the right way but even if they put
1: out the original like the original shitty fucking whatever builds of the games in four by three and they just compiled them to run on the switch or whatever yeah fine that would be awesome this
0: remastered version doesn't even work i mean what's so not to (laughs) not to totally go down a rabbit hole but there's a great um digital foundry video about this that I tweeted about when the game came out, which kind of explores, like, it goes deep on. Love those guys. On what it, they're the best, on what it is. They're such nerds. And it's like, so they're so good at, like, just being like, we're going to go all digital over. foundry,
1: my life in gaming. There's a handful of, like, hardcore nerds doing analysis of, like, software
0: and hardware on a technical level, pixel by pixel. Yeah. And I live for it. Yeah, it's I live so for good. It. It's so good. But they were like, they kind of go through the, like, what is, like, what is what are these games? And they explain very clearly that like the games are not the games like actually to to get to the to the uh, back to that topic we were just discussing about like a copy of a game or whatever in a different format or running on emulation these are like they're like oh they built these games on this one platform and then they couldn't keep building them on that platform because it really was like old and not compatible with like more modern systems so they rebuilt the game with like different assets and different textures and different character design, like all this shit. And it's like, this is crazy. What they're selling is the definitive edition is literally not, it's not the game that you play. It's not the game. It's not the game that you play. There's variations of it. But really when you think about like what the actual original version of that game is, these are like these bastardized, like basically created for mobile systems. Like they were created for like iOS basically. And they were recreated as an entirety, like through, like it's not, and so like what you get into, which is really interesting, and what kind of actually like kind of cooks your noodle a bit when you start to think about it, is like what is that? Like what is the game that you're playing? Because it's not the game that you played for the whatever the original system was that it was on PS2, maybe I want to say, uh, you know, like GTA Three or GTA Four. Yeah, I think it was like PS2, maybe Xbox Three Sixty. Uh, but like, what are you playing? The, the controls aren't the same because it's built differently. The graphics aren't the same. Maybe they use some of the audio they do. they use most of the audio, but like a lot of it is censored or edited. Yeah and it's like so so what is it? you know And I think like I find that to be a fascinating question but also like a maddening one because to to get to bring it all the way back to the analog pocket, what they are doing is, is something that i think is very necessary and what all, everybody who's interested in this preservation and particularly as we talk about buying the original cartridge versus some weird reproduction there is a version that is the real version the original version as intended by the creator right the creator of the game i mean this is just getting us into george lucas territory stuff well no but but like the, the, the but george lucas was george lucas's changes to the star wars films are fucked up and wrong and like weird oh yeah complete and weird bastardization and ruined those movies in a variety of ways and it's like and i understand a director going like i understand an artist going like you know i wasn't really happy with this thing but like that's the thing it's there now like it exists and like as much as you want it to be something else it can't ever be that's a new thing right to the point about these gta games that's a new thing whatever it is it's not the original. But see, this is
1: – I mean, and we could go down a whole rabbit hole, which we actually don't have time to do. No, I know. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but it's a fascinating – But people get mad at me when I talk about theme parks really passionately because everyone thinks it's such a shitty, t- annoying topic. Everyone does. I talk about this at dinner parties. People can't stand it. <laughs> However, when you no. – <laughs> When you come out with Pirates of the Caribbean, right, and then you update it four or five times for – um appropriateness for children social justice reasons um marketing purposes for your new pirates of the caribbean movie um up- technical upgrades weatherproofing at what point is that no longer the ride pirates of the caribbean that we originally debuted and saw and like it's fine i'm glad that the real original one doesn't exist because like it was full of rape scenes but uh, it- should we call it, it something it? else? Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean? Yikes. Real bad. Yikes. Real bad. They, there's a whole section, the whole middle of the ride was just pirates chasing unwilling, screaming, crying women. And then we saw them like holding them down and stuff. It was really bad. Uh, yeah. Wow. And Disney obviously updated it and changed things around and now the women chase the men with like rolling pins or something and there's Johnny Depp is there, which is now problematic, and I don't know if they're gonna take him out. Yeah. And it's it's a completely different thing. And there's a restaurant in the middle of it now, and Mm. that's fine. Mm. But it's just like is it that Pirates of the Caribbean? Or is Pirates of the Caribbean just I mean,
0: that's different. I mean, in the sense of like I mean, okay, yes. I guess, it's but the digital
1: marketplace is very similar. Well, but the to a ride between, but where the they are living things yes, that have been no, maintained. but the
0: difference between a ride in reality and a digital product is you can actually duplicate. Yeah, that's true. With with, true. with for for all intents and purposes, you can. You could give people the, both. There actually is an original version of GTA that was built for its original whatever release was, and that version can be played
1: full yeah, stop you're right, you're like, right.
0: you could in one it can be played on that hardware but also it can be emulated it, that can happen okay yeah so so what is obviously not applicable to reality is like you can't like there's no phys, there's no like physical perfect copy of a thing right it's like everything is in some way like every iphone is nearly identical but there is something different in each yeah. one like some micron of difference like whether or not dust. you want to admit if it's it. just a piece of dust. Right, whatever yeah. i mean i'm just saying it's a physical good like the the the, the mixture of materials may have some very varying... anyway, this is why i don't buy nfts yeah but but like <laughs> okay well don't get me that's a whole other fucking thing but 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 i think what what's so interesting about it is like uh i do think it's important to preserve the originals and also offer the alternatives to the originals or the upgrades or the kind of deviations but but yeah. I think that's what actually at the core of the pocket what's so interesting is that there is like a huge desire to create an ecosystem that allows people to play, to preserve and play those versions. But, you know, that's if you don't price people out of actually owning them or replace them with shitty, weird knockoff copies. And so that like seems to be a little bit of an issue right now. One quick thing before we do nice things. Can I just, can I just comment on something? Yeah. Because we were talking about Pokemon and Game Freak and – The the way they are kind of like redoing the games. Like, can I just say, Pokemon Ruby version and Pokemon Sapphire version are 2002 role-playing games developed by Game Freak. Okay, this is the Wikipedia entry for the first uh, Game Boy Advance games. They are the uh, first installments in the third generation of Pokemon games, known as the Advance generation. Okay? Here's the next game that came out uh, for—sorry, hold on. The next game that came out for the Advance— Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green are remakes of the 1996 Game Boy game Pokemon Red mm-hmm. and Blue, and then the next game that comes out is, uh, enhanced. It's Pokemon Emerald, which is an enhanced version of Ruby and Sapphire, which is the that first has nothing version to do
1: with the other one. Yeah,
0: which is the first version of the game that came out for the Advance. So it's like, yes, this is just their thing. They're like, I didn't realize this, but they're just like, mm-hmm. uh. Just like add a Pokemon and re-release it, and let people are like, "All right, I'll buy yeah.
1: that." Yeah. Yep. Do you know how many copies of Pokemon Blue I have purchased in my life? It's got to be somewhere in the neighborhood of like Why do they put, do they put versions. random
0: Do they put random Pokemon
1: on them? I mean, they put them on 3ds, and that's technically oh, a version. God. They put them on up, um, collections. They put them. I mean, you, you. I mean, it's sort of like Sonic the Hedgehog one and two. Um, I own so many copies i own multiple versions of that for ios why i don't know it just it's convenient and it's two dollars so i rebuy it yeah, and yeah. now i i have purchased uh, i mean if i count genesis copies and then collections on other consoles it's got to be upwards of 30 times i've purchased Sonic you're a very God sick too.
0: man i've said it before and it's I'll say sick it again. all right wait, let's do nice things get out of here okay well, you go, um you my
1: nice it. thing my nice thing is that since i'm being punished by analog which again fair enough. Um, and I'm not getting my pocket until the last moment. They legally have to give it to me. Choose it. Um, 20,
0: 2024.
1: It, yeah. I have been playing on my original. Well, not original. I mean, it's a game boy advance that I reshelled and put a different screen on and different battery and, and a bunch of other stuff, but it is quote unquote original hardware. And I have to say, um, I, I, I this is why I love FPGAs. There's just nothing like playing on the original hardware. It feels so good. And, um, To scratch that Game Boy Advance itch, I have been doing that. And even with a flash cart, you're just like, there's nothing that touches the experience. There's no lag on the buttons. Everything is where it's supposed to be. The, I mean, even with a new replacement screen, the screen pretty much is the exact... Screen it's supposed to have. There's no like shimmer. There's no like resizing. There's no borders. The I mean, it's just exactly what was intended, and that's really nice. Um, and should be available to everybody. Uh, and that's my nice thing. And it's apropos for, uh, the episode we just had.
0: I mean, that's very fitting, very fitting. Uh, my nice thing is I'm gonna keep it simple. Uh, is the show Yellow Jackets on Showtime? And Everyone
1: keeps telling me to watch. I this. think
0: if you're not watching it, you're crazy. It's very, very good. It could turn bad. No, we don't know. You know, it's still early. I think it's a show that could go either way. I will say I'm really enjoying it and I recommend people watch it. But everyone's been saying it's that. definitely the kind of show that could disappoint me in a major way. Like, it's got a lot going on, but I think it's very good. The act the amazing actors. Uh uh Christina Ricci is in it and uh yeah. and uh uh, Juliette Lewis is in it and just a ton of great very talented very interesting actress to watch great music it's like part of it set in like the 90s so there's like a lot of like 90s like music that I recognize obviously it's great for maybe an old person
1: did we talk about Sex and the City last time? oh
0: boy I don't think we did though I have watched two of the um, episode the first two episodes of it I have not seen the most recent um, Yellow Jackets check it out it's on Showtime which is you know an issue um, but uh, yeah, it's actually – I mean, uh, listen, I have only have one thing to say about And Just Like That, which is uh, Carrie needs to go to jail for not calling 911. And there's no question in my mind that uh, Big could be – a spoiler alert – Big could be alive today if she had just a moment of uh, thought. Okay? That's it. I, I have a theory. She let Big
1: die in cold blood. I don't think Samantha's in London. I think she killed Samantha.
0: <laughs> that would be a fucking. I'm sorry if that were actually <laughs> the plot of this show. I mean, she's like just a serial killer. Amazing. <laughs>
1: she's taking that like one actually, by one. Actually,
0: Big doesn't die from the Peloton. She slips something in his wine, like some yeah. kind of like you know heart stopping, undetectable heart stopping potassium chloride. Yeah, she's like or doing whatever. like a Munchausen by proxy on him or whatever. Anyhow, this is all great <laughs> stuff. What, what a way to cap off the nice day. All right, let's get out of here. All right, goodbye. Bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though I've just learned that your family has collapsed and only Carrie is there to help them.